Listen, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to One Faith. This is your boy T, and I am your host. Without further ado, I'm introducing the prophetess. The, I'm not prophetess. The prophet, the the reverend doctor, the, <laughs> the right reverend. Like you, you already disrespected me. Like, <laughs> right? Like we do believe there's only two genders on this. There's only two genders on this. Man <laughs> <and female>. <laughs> <laughs> My bro, David Robinson. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. I'm excited to uh, chat with you. Uh, it is refreshing to see um, something like this going on to kind of cut out all the divisiveness. Um, you know, it's it's uh, we're in a time where it's kind of it's hard to see who's a believer and who's not, and you right. know they're gossiping just as much as the world is. Um, and we're supposed to be the light. So you know, thank you for having this type of platform where Jesus and Him only is uplifted. So I'm excited. Exactly, man. To God be the glory, man. When when I got the vision for One Faith, man, that's what it's all about. Trying to unite, trying to show that unity. We can have our differences, you know. We can think differently. We can we can have different, um, you know, not we can be a part of different denominations or whatever. Uh, I'm not gonna say we can have different beliefs because I feel like we have different beliefs. Then you ain't gonna be right. But you know, we can we can disagree on some things. But as long as we all come to uh, together when it comes to um, Jesus Christ, that all that matters. Like just him and him alone. That's all that matters. So, um, bro, I'm excited to have you. And I know I keep saying that too many times. My wife probably gonna come out here in a little bit. But like, stop saying you're excited. But, <laughs> I'm but excited yeah, too, brother. I'm excited too. Definitely. So, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, about what you do. Um, you're a little, you know, kind of dive in a little bit about your experience and things like that. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, um, let's see. So, I'm actually from Jersey. I currently live in Michigan. Um, but I was born and raised in Jersey, the dirty Jersey. Um, I've been in Michigan for four years now. Um, law school is what brought me to Michigan. Okay. Um, currently on a leave of absence, um, but I will be going back uh, and finishing up my last year. I have one year left, so I will be finishing that up starting in January. Um, and so, but in between that time, um, I've been working in politics. Uh, so working for different candidates, working on different uh, campaigns, assisting um, a couple of people on the uh, consultant in as well. Um, so, yeah, so actually Michigan uh, kind of got that political bug again because when I was in New Jersey, I was working in uh, politics as well when I first graduated college back in 2011. Um, and I did that for a couple of years. And then I went into the private industry um, for uh, three years and then came to Michigan and then got that political bug again. Um, so, you know, <laughs> politics is definitely a passion of mine. 
Um, I recently decided to take a break from the campaign side of politics. Um, just the Holy Spirit was leading me to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of like refocusing um, my attention, writing this book, uh, finishing, mm -hmm. getting that set up, not allowing any distractions. Right. Um, so that's pretty much a brief overview I have. I'm one of three. Okay. My parents just celebrated their 36th anniversary Woo! yesterday. Congratulations, so, mommy um, and daddy. <laughs> shout out to them. Uh, it's been a true blessing to watch them and have them as a uh, model couple. And um, I was grateful to grow up with a lot of model couples around me. My grandparents, they're celebrating. Uh, they'll be settled on the 31st. They'll be celebrating. 60s plus years. I don't know the exact. I don't know the exact year, but they're uh, celebrating. Charging through his head, not his heart. Yeah, right. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not getting myself in trouble, so I believe that there. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, that's dope, man. That's dope. That's awesome, man. And you know, happy anniversary to your parents. You know, one thing I love is seeing you know a lot of the couples that's been around for a long time. You know, just celebrating them me and my wife actually we just celebrated our anniversary this past uh monday um uh, anniversary to you thank you man we seven years in 11 years since we've been together um as a couple but seven years since we've been married and man you know it's one of the, the most beautiful things i've ever experienced in my life you know from our union she has given us you know three kids uh, we got one on the way that we just found out and so I love it. You know, I love her. I love what we're building and things like that. You know, you, you'll see. And now you're single, right? I am. So ladies out there, if you're watching, um, brother man is single and he is ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my Christian mingle page. <laughs> it's Christian mingle. <laughs> I promise you it's not too ratchet. Right, right. On the first date, you will have to recite the Bible backwards in Greek. Right. <laughs> in Greek, in Hebrew. <laughs> then you need to know the Talmud. Yeah. The, the, Vulgate, the Latin Vulgate. You need to have all those in the So um, so yeah, man. So um that's that's really dope, man. And I um, you know, one of the things that kind of um connected us together, you know, because we've been on we, we talk a lot on social media and we've been texting back and forth a lot. Um, but one of the things that really connected us is I would say kind of like our shared beliefs um, in politics. You know, we have um, sort of the same mind when it comes to politics and some of the things that goes on politically. Um, you know, I it's, it's weird. I grew up um, from a. I don't say a, I don't say too liberal, but I come come from a liberal background. Um, growing up and um, when I went off to college and uh, got involved in um, my church, um, you know, my views really shifted. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't really get into politics until I started going to this church and, you know, the pastor uh, started really preaching heavily on um, a lot of the issues that kind of play our communities, the black communities in general. Um, and one of the things that I love the most about being there was just having that re renewed mindset, just sh showing me a different side, a different way, because everything that I had been taught, everything that I've, I've been known for all my life was just one side liberal. And it was like, you know, Republicans are, are crazy. <laughs> the races. And, you know, right, right, right. Like and I mean, and then coming to this church and like, I'm not saying they're completely conservative, but they gave me a great 
view of what you know what it's like to be on that side on the conservative side and seeing both sides and both both um both sides of the field i'm i'm a registered non-affiliate i'm independent but um you know seeing both sides and coming from both sides you know i i feel like i have an interesting viewpoint when it comes to politics because you know i i've seen it both ways you know growing up you see it and then now being a, an adult i see it on a whole different spectrum i'm pretty sure you do too as being an adult but yeah, I mean, you want to talk about that a little bit, just like, you know, your political background and, you know, some of the things that you've um, worked on. I know you gave some um, a little bit of, it, of that in your experience, but, you know, just, you know, kind of expound a little bit more on your background and your your expertise <laughs> so say, as being, you know, like campaign managers and, and, you know, helping out in a lot of in a lot of those areas. Yeah. Well, um, like so I when I first graduated in 2011, um, mm-hmm. I was working on a campaign, because um, I've actually worked on both sides of the aisle. Yeah. Um, I worked for both Democrats and Republicans. I started out working with uh, Democrats when I was in New Jersey. Um, and so during my time there, uh, I did a, actually before then, I actually had no interest. It's actually kind of funny how I fell into politics. It's kind of funny how God will definitely uh, set your set your path for you. Um, and you have to be completely different setup. Uh, so my background and during college, I actually wanted to be a Wall Street tycoon. Yeah. I wanted to work work in uh, investment, um, and then I actually uh, worked on at Morgan Stanley my senior year in college, and that mm-hmm. was terrible. I would have screwed everybody's money up. Uh, <laughs> I probably would have been involved in a Ponzi scheme and wouldn't even realize it. You would be in jail. <laughs> no, but um, so I helped out on a local campaign and I uh, saw a different side of politics. Because uh, when I thought of politics at that time, I kind of saw it as, oh, you know, I had to run for office and that's something I don't desire to do. Um, I never say never because, as I just mentioned, God always has a different plan uh, than what you have sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, I never say never, but I don't desire that. So when I was working on this uh, campaign, saw a different side of it. And I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I'm a people person, so I really enjoyed the interact- interaction with the people and things like that. Um, and so from there, and I would say, so you know, I'm working with them. Um, and as I begin to pay more attention to policy, um, I begin to actually, the Holy Spirit actually began to convict me. Um, I would say around 2012 is when I, you know, became, I guess I would say politically aware. Mm. Um, And I wasn't just looking at, like yourself, I wasn't just looking at it, you know, through one lens. Mm -hmm. Um, And I talk about this in my book. Again, it's called It's Biblical, Not Political. Um, And... uh, you know, when I when I had my awakening, if you will, you know, the Holy Spirit was, you know, saying he wants us to seek him first. Yeah. But for some reason in that area, I wasn't seeking him. Yeah. And so during that time, I had just rededicated my life back to Christ. Um, and so I was still growing spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, but when he convicted me and again, I didn't really know much um, about like I really I'm like, well, I mean, I'm a. I'm a Democrat. I mean, it is what it is. Um, and then when I begin to get convicted and pay a lot more attention um, mm-hmm. to policies yeah. um, and really realizing that our vote is a seed. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we have such a discourse, um, I don't blame the world for this. I blame believers yeah. um, because we didn't take our rightful place um, where we needed to be um, in government. Mm. Um, and I believe, and I know you said you're on affiliate. 
um, uh, excuse me, that you're registered on affiliate. And I think that's a great thing. And I think that, you know, if more believers uh, had that independent mindset, biblical viewpoint, yeah. we wouldn't have to come to this, you know, every election to kind of choose, okay, well, we, ha- we obviously only have two parties. And, you know, I, I think that we would have been able to uh, look at the uh, different platforms and be able to look at both and say, oh, wow, like believers are so strong in both that, right. you know, we truly, we truly, you know, we were, we were choosing from two of best of the best worlds, as right. I call it, uh, for the sake of this conversation. Um, and so when I, you know, in the book and when I began writing the book, because God actually dropped this in my spirit really quickly um, when I was beginning to write this book back in it was like June, June-ish when he was like pretty much like, hey, you need to write this book and it needs to be out soon. Um, and actually, because of disobedience, um, you know, it, I did get behind schedule a bit. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit told me to release it on Labor Day. Um, and because of procrastination, I did not. Um, and because of that, it kind of set me up as far as publishing and things like that. So mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it will be released until the beginning of January. Um, so I had to repent re- re- about that. But I am have taking pre-orders right now. Um, and so pretty much what I, you know, how I came about, uh, you know, it was truly just a conviction from the Holy Spirit. And then I, that's, that's when I began to look at policies. And when I looked at the policies, I said, well, I really don't agree with any. I don't agree with any of these. Right. You agree with this one. Right. Um, and so I actually took a break from politics um, mm-hmm. in New Jersey. Like I said, I went into the private industry um, and then I worked there for three years. Um, and then when I moved to Michigan um, by the le- leading of the Holy Spirit, um, I got involved um, on the opposite side of the aisle. And, um, you know, so I've been really active here and uh, actually, you know, in a couple of places while in Michigan, I actually moved to for- Virginia for four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I helped out a campaign there in their elections last fall. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I really had to take, you know, Matthew 633 to heart um, yeah. and realize that, you know, our vote is a seed. It is. Um, and, you know, from judges, another thing that we don't pay attention to, yep. judges, um, which is a very, very important when it comes to because everything that is wicked has been come who has been brought through Supreme, Supreme, Court, Supreme Court. Court. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, it's very, very important that we you know pay attention to those things. So, yeah, so that's kind of how I start. I don't want to ramble and go all over the place. I don't know if I answered your question, but that's kind of how I it was just simply a Holy Spirit convicted me back in 2012. Um, and then since 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 then, um, kind of my votes always kind of leaned that um leaned in one direction yeah definitely yeah you definitely answered it and 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 more but um but yeah definitely because like it's it's funny because you you touched on a little bit earlier like how the holy spirit kind of convicts you yeah. and that's kind of what happened to me because like when i see different things from that from i was i, I hate to say like a renewed <laughs> mindset because it feels stupid got like a third eye or something <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's not the case but um when i when i'm looking at things now from a different perspective it's like man i really see both sides and like you said like on I, on both sides there are things i definitely don't agree with but there are things on both sides that I can take and say, you know, I agree with this and I agree with that. But, you know, certain things I just can't pull from or can't align myself to because of 
my Christian convictions. Right. And I feel that, you know, as Christians, we should all have that mindset. Um, and I feel like, you know, now this day and age with all the division going on, everything that's kind of, you know, kind of getting everyone all up in arms, um, especially with like the racism stuff and, and, mm-hmm. and different things like that. You know, it's like we are in a very unique time. And one of the things that you said, and I'm and I'm going to take it there, um, is that, you know, the Christians have failed their um, have failed and taken their rightful place in, in politics or just in general uh, or anything. And one of the things that I've been saying for a long time is that and if anyone who, who follows the podcast has been listening to the podcast and listen to this show for a while, even with the What's Your Why series. Um, that's a shameless plug. If you guys uh, want to take a look at the What's Your Why series, please go do that. Right. One of the things that um, me and um, one of my um, one of my, my man, my one of my favorite cousins in the whole wide world. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> but he's actually gonna be on the on the panel this Friday. Okay. Um, we talk about Black Lives Matter, and we talk about how. Um, basically, Black Lives Matter is kind of birthed out of the failure of the church really representing or misrepresenting that that um, that particular group. You know, when we look at um, things in that manner, in that respect, you know, you see how the church has failed over the years to address um, issues when it comes to racism or issues when it comes to a lot of the heavy, tough hitting subjects. You know, we kind of gloss over it or we'll We'll, we'll do this really hard stance on it and just, you know, kind of forget it. Yeah. But you know, we what we're looking at now is the birth of a movement off of something that is not biblical. That is something that is not uh, spiritual. It's spiritual in the sense that they're harvesting uh, spirits from the dead. Um, and it's like it's like they're raised up because the church didn't do its part to addressing that particular um, issue, um, and so kind of kind of segue into to my next question. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, so, what are your thoughts when it comes to like you know with Black Lives Matter, with racism, uh, with everything that we see going in the world today, um, especially with um, when you look at the church and the church's response to it. Um, a lot of black churches have responded, you know, and most of them have been the liberal churches that have responded and, and has gone out their way to just show that love and support. But when you look at some of the conservative churches that we have out here, um, a lot of our evangelicals and a lot of the ones who may be um, watching this on a delayed basis or watching this now, you know, you know, you know, I would say we have failed <laughs> or some of them have failed. I'm not going to count all of them in that because some of them have addressed it and some of them have, you know, kind of risen to it or or they'll see something about it. And it's just like, I'm not going to just talk on it or tackle it. Right. So, What's your thoughts when it comes to like to that? Yeah, no. So, I mean, you have hit the nail on the head. Uh, the church has failed to be the leader in it. So now mm-hmm. what we're seeing is because God is very much. Um, a God of justice. Um, And for all clarity purposes, Jesus is neither a Democrat or a Republican. (laughs) So just (laughs) regardless of what my affiliation affiliation is, I'm aware of that. A lot of people, um, you know, 
think that, you know, because you're affiliated or something like that. But no, I I, I am fully aware with that. But, you know, mm-hmm. that aside, you know, God is a God of justice. But what you're seeing right now um, is this emphasis on social justice, because, yeah. again, the church didn't take its rightful place yep. um, in the movement. Um, so in the issue with social justice is that it points to society. So yeah. anything dealing with, uh, you know, the Bible is going to point people to Jesus. Yeah. Um, and we have done a terrible job because we've been caught up on our sides and our echo chambers. Uh, we've been so caught up in, you know, our in quote unquote culture yeah. um, and that, you know, both sides are are, are, are missing it. They're missing it. Yeah. Um, and so that is why it's important to seek the face of God. You're right. Uh, so, you know, it's always a case by case basis with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not going, I am, I, all my life, I've never really been a bandwagon jumper, right? So I've yeah. never really been the type to kind of do what other people did. Um, and so that's why, for one, you know, when something happens and, you know, it strikes up a lot of emotions, mm-hmm. um, I kind of take a step back, I pray. Um, and I discern. Um, I think discernment is missing in the body of Christ regarding everything that is going on right now in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, you know, God is a God of justice. Yeah. Um, and so and a lot of times that, you know, when we look at justice, we kind of have a very narrow minded way of what that justice is. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely. Um, I agree with you 100 um, percent. The reason why you see all these organizations, these ungodly organizations coming to the forefront is because, you know, we haven't taken our rightful place. And like you said, you know, the, a lot of evangelical churches, um, Christian conservative evangelical churches, um, just to clarify on that you know, really haven't, um, you know, spoken out when needed to, uh, to be spoken out. Um, and then on the other side, you have, you know, people claiming something, you know, is an injustice when it not necessarily is an injustice um, mm-hmm. and where discernment comes in. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I think the issue is, is that, you know, believers have conflated social justice with what justice is. Exactly. Justice and social justice is not the same thing, um, nor does God see them as the same thing, um, because anything that's taking the attention off of him and taking anything off of him um, is is indeed not the justice um, he will see. Because right now we're dealing with a, we're dealing with heart issues. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, you know, we um, you know, our vote is a seed. Um, and that's been, you know, the case since as long as we were able to vote. Um and uh, you know, and you know, when we choose to, you know, vote, I'm trying to word this carefully, but when we choose, <laughs> when we choose, they come to attack you anyway. So. Vote based off of you know what we feel in the moment or an emotion yeah. um, of what or what's popular. Um, yeah. You know that will definitely lead us down a road of uh, destruction. Um, and so it can be, it can be well-intentioned, uh, but again, it's, uh, you have to be very careful. You're right. You're right. Because, you know, it's so popular nowadays. Everyone hates Trump trying to get Trump out of office. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the hottest thing to do right now is vote for Joe Biden. Me personally, I look at Joe Biden. I'm like, he's no better than Trump. Like he's, <laughs> he's just as bad in my opinion but it's like you know i'm not sold on jumping on the joe 
um, bandwagon because I just want to get Trump out of office. Like, that's not the case. Like, I'm not that type of person. And I feel like I wish that I really wish a lot of people would be like that. Yeah. But in, in a lot of sense, you know, people, everybody has their own right to have their own thoughts. And everything of like course. That. But, you know, I just can't get with that. Like, yeah. I, I can't jump on on his bandwagon. I, and to me, I feel like this election is very um, much so important. But I feel like it's more important on our local and state level um, and district level. Um, all of those seats that are open, those particular positions matter more to us because they affect us on everyday lives. Like a lot of the issues that Black Lives Matter is fighting against is, is, is all this social justice stuff. All these things happen uh, when we put corrupt mayors, uh, corrupt pe- um, politicians in these um, particular seats. You know, we want, you know, we want to see, um, you know, a, a, a I would say a decrease in criminal activity in our in our cities and everything like that. Trump or Joe Biden ain't going to fix that. No. Who's really going to fix that is the mayor who really appoints the to, uh, the chief of police for your city and who whoever they appoint is going to do their best part as far as doing whatever they can to decrease whatever um, uh, issues are going on in the city. And I feel like to me that is more important to vote for instead of the presidential election because all i feel like the president i've always felt like this the entire time i feel like the presidential election or the president is more solely just a puppet the real people that we want in power are or the real people who really have the power are the people that are in the house of representatives and in the senate and that's on the national level uh they make a lot of the, the the moves happen but when we look at some of the things that we want, like you said, there are heart issues that the church can address. Yes. But at the same time, these are also issues that our state and local level leaders should be able to address as well. Absolutely. 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 The, uh, you know, even and school board is very important. There's been a huge, important. huge attack on our children from conception mm-hmm. um, into, you know, school. I mean, the things that they're teaching. Um, I mean, I can't stress enough how important it is to pay attention to your local politics. I mean, you you have schools that are like I think it was Baltimore, where it was like what two or three schools where they had zero proficiency mm-hmm. in math and reading. Zero proficiency as far as like reading at the grade level. That is abysmal. That is. The, pro, the president, predominantly black the Republican had nothing to do with that. Have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, uh, you know, I do believe we are living in prophetic times, and I'll be also discussing that in my book as well. Um, and you know, if you go on my Facebook page, you already know who I'm voting for. Um, right. Get you know, I don't don't want to get it too much into partisan par- politics, right. um, but you know. Judges. When I look at the president, I'm looking at ju- uh, justices. I'm looking at you know the judges, the judges that they're appointing, um, and again, just being led by the Holy Spirit um, and what God wants me to do, regardless of what <laughs> um, the majority of people is trying to con- uh, uh, to sway me to do, um, no matter who's in my ear. Um, because again, just because it's popular. Uh, doesn't mean it's what God wants us to do. Um, and we see that all throughout the Bible. Um, you know, 
typically what's unpopular right. uh, uh, is typically what the uh, um, the way of what God is doing because God already tells us people are going to deny the truth and you know people are going to deny His word. Um, yeah. You know, I'm being you know it's important that we seek His face. You know, do what God has called you to do, um, and you know you'll never find a perfect candidate. Yeah, we never find a perfect candidate. Uh, so that's why it's important because, you know, I'm not electing a pastor or anything like that. You know, it's very important that you're looking at policies because, you know, you mentioned earlier, the president is going to be there the longest eight years. Yeah. yeah. Um. So who are you? Vote, who are your congressmen or woman that you're voting for? Uh, The council people, uh-huh. school board. Again, you know, the Lord has been dealing with me actually a lot on school boards. And so I've been really praying um, over our children because it's just such an attack on them, uh, and it's just you know it really it really you know aches because it's so, the the pure innocence of the kids and you know they're being taught things and you know um, things are being pushed down their throat and I'm like but they're kids yeah. they're kids uh, so yeah so I agree wholeheartedly that uh, local elections is where it's at local elections you need to pay very close attention. To um, you have to do a better job at holding um, our elected officials accountable. Yeah, definitely uh, accountable. Accountability is what's lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's what you're a lot. What you're seeing, you're pretty much seeing the manifestation of of that um, right now. You're looking. I'm like, oh wow. So that's okay. And like hearing these different stories and things like that, you just like, how did we let this go? How did the local churches? Mm-hmm. Let it go. You know, there's always, no matter where you are in, in distressed communities, there's churches on every block. How did we let that happen? Exactly. How did we let that happen? Um, and then the Holy Spirit, I dropped something in my spirit yesterday. I believe I posted it on Facebook. Um, and he was just saying, you know, a lot of people stopped fearing him, and but instead fearing losing their popularity. Yeah. Um, and because of that, you know, there's a state of confusion running rampant. Uh, that's why I just try not to. And of course, I'm human. So, uh, you know, there are times where I have to catch myself. And I do believe that's why God has called me out of uh, um, politics in the campaign side of things in this season, you know, just to kind of deal with me. Um, and just so I am constantly reminded who is Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, instead of arguing with people on Facebook or arguing people oh, who you voting for and why am I voting this way and why you've been voting this way. Um, and, you know, just kind of focused on, uh, cause when you allow too many voices in, uh, you, you truly do get distracted from what God is saying, what yeah. God is saying. And even four years ago, when I was cast, getting ready to cast my vote in the 2016 election, uh, it's, you know, it started in prayer. My, at the time my church was do did a uh, 30 day, uh, prayer during September. And one of the days was actually specifically praying for the election. Mm-hmm. And um, and at that time, I was just so disgruntled with the candidates. I mean, I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> so um, I was just like, and so my, at that time, I was going to vote third party. Yeah. And I said, I'm just going to vote third party. And uh, in 2012, actually, I didn't vote for a president candidate. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just didn't feel led to vote for either. Um, so I didn't vote for neither Romney or uh, I voted like at the 
um, the federal, the seats and all that stuff. But I just didn't vote um, for the presidential candidate. And so in 2016, I was going to pretty much just do the third party. Yeah. Um, and then during prayer, the Holy Spirit convicted me and, you know, told me who to vote for. And I gave that look like, uh, you sure about that? <laughs> uh, then, yeah, but anyway, but that was confirmed. And then, you know, so I did cast my vote. Um, the, who the Holy Spirit told me to uh, vote for. I mean, I say that because, you know, a lot of people will see like, oh, my goodness, this person is, uh, um, you know, diehard this. And it's like, mm, I actually, I was actually not. <laughs> I was actually not. Right. Um, and that's how I knew it was God, because I'm like, because mm, it was not something I want. It wasn't a vote I wanted to cast. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, and even when I told two, I told two of my good friends prior to the election, I said, this person is going to win. Um, and this is what God was saying. And they was laughing at me. They're like, you're bugging. You're bugging. Now. <laughs> I think so, too. But yeah. I don't think I'm bugging. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. But I want, like I said, <clears throat> I wanted to, you know, make that clear, because, again, yeah. I want to. I, I I try to be very intentional about putting the focus on what is God's agenda. Yeah. And even on Facebook, you know, I'm a meme person. I a meme as an M E M E, and I, you know, I, I like you know making people laugh, and I like posting things that are funny, yeah. and I try to stay away from you know, you know, talking about a specific person. I try to yeah. always stick to policy whenever I post something something specific policy. Cause again, you know, I have to put my flesh in subjection and remind myself as to what, um, the purpose of our votes are. Yeah. Um, and it's not a popularity contest. You know, our high school days are over. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, as believers, you know, if we had both people on both sides that weren't afraid to stand for the biblical truth, they'll be fighting hard. Yeah. They'll be fighting. They'll, be fighting, they'll They'll be fighting hard. The enemy will be upset because we would have that much power and that much say. Um, but you know, it would just it would just really we're just really at interesting times. And I'm sorry, I'm trying not to talk your head off, but no, you're good, man. politics, I can just go on and on for days because it's just a true passion of mine because you know the enemy has done a great job as to convincing the believer that we are not to be involved in politics. That no. like you know, in things that are biblical has become political and we're trying to, and we have also allowed it to become uh, political. And it's like, well, no, 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 this is biblical. Right. Right. So no matter if no one, if no matter if we voted for no one, the Bible still stands true. It still stands true. And, right. um, you know, um, so that is something that, you know, I, I'm intentional about, you know, when I pray, uh, you know, cause I would, I would just, Go after people, just go boom, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And God, you know, just plays like, you know, mm -mm, muzzle it. You know, there's no reason to, if he, you know, says to say something, I'll say some, uh, something specific, but, you know, don't go back and forth. Don't go back and forth. Um, because the first of all, the willful ignorance that are out there is just out there. I mean, no one knows everything, so we're all ignorant of something, but the willful ignorance among people, amongst people, and I'm just like, yeah. and I would have mind blowing. I, mean, <laughs> I would tell you how many times I would have. I wanted to post something. Yes. I wanted to make a comment under someone. Uh, you know, people will tag me into something. 
something <laughs> that I hate to be when people tag me into something. I'm like, no, I'm not going. You're not going to summon my right. phone. I'm not going to. So if you tag me in something, I'm purposely not going to answer it because you don't have control over my thoughts. Right. So you're not going to just summon me to speak. But uh, but yeah, so, you know, I have to really catch myself sometimes uh, because, you know, what seems so obviously in the spirit realm is like, how how are we missing this? And I want to strengthen yeah. people. Like, how, how, how are we missing this? I think um, it has a lot to do with, like, who we listen to on a daily yeah, basis. Absolutely. And, uh, whether it's listening to the news or whether it's listening to our pastors who could be <laughs> led astray. You know, it really it really points to who we are influenced by when it comes to that stuff, especially for Christians in general. I feel like, you know, Christians should take the, the stance of, you know, doing everything um, with a Christ-centered approach, uh, sort of similar to what you said, like we should approach everything by with by by seeking God first or God's advice for it. You know, if we're just going out here casting our vote and doing this, that, and the third uh, without seeking God's help or doing whatever we want without seeking God's help, then we're going to get unfavorable um, results. We're not going to get God's favor in uh, whatever it is that we decide to do as far as we're casting those votes um, and doing that. And so I know for me, um, back in, two, <laughs> in 2008 and 2012, I did vote for Obama and then, and then in 2016. Um, Signing out. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm signing out. David has left the conversation. <laughs> right? <laughs> signing out. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> I did that because, like, you know, in 2008, you know, first of all, I, that was my very first time voting. My um, and, you know, seeing a black man on the ticket, I was like, you know, we got to get Obama in office. Yes. We got to get him in there. So I voted for him. Um, wasn't pleased um, the next go around, um, but it was like I had. It was like I, I hate to say I had no choice, but it was like you know I didn't like Mitt Romney like that. And honestly, I really won't even end the politics like that. I was, right, right. I was really just kind of one track minded too. I was like, you know, we're gonna keep the black man in office, so let's re-let Obama. And I remember because during that time, my mom was sick, and I remember hearing um, Al Sharpton. God knows how I feel about Al Sharpton, but. <laughs> But I remember hearing Reverend Al Sharpton doing an interview. He was like, if you want to save your mama, vote for Obama. And I was just like, I remember that. I remember that. I was like, what does that have to do with anything? But at the same time, I was listening to it. I was like, well, my mama is sick, and I do want to save my mama. (laughs) So I want to vote for Obama, but that was the reason why I voted for him. But it was just like, you know, it was just funny because I just remember thinking about that when I did vote back in 2008 and 2012 and to come in 2016, I was more aware of who I was voting for and what I was voting for. But even though I did not agree 100 percent with the candidate, I still casted my vote for them because I said that, you know, I'm choosing the lesser of two evils when it comes to um this person and that person. And I'm just like, if I were to choose this person, <laughs> if I were to choose this person, you know, I feel like I'm letting, <laughs> I feel like I'm letting God down. But at the same time, I feel like if I choose this other person, I'm making God happy. But at the same time, thinking in hindsight, thinking about it, like that really wasn't the best, I don't say the best choice, but it really wasn't the best thought process that I should have used going into that. Because if we're just choosing the lesser of two evils, then we're still choosing evil at the end of the day. <laughs> but at the same time, we should be looking at, like you said, we should be 
praying, asking God, who should we pray for? I mean, who should we vote for? Who should we cast our allegiance to? I mean, and now looking at it in this election, I'm like, I really can't align myself with either person. Um, that's just me personally. Um, you know, anybody can attack me if y'all want. I'm ready. But, <laughs> but I can't align myself with one candidate. And it's like, I, I just I just can't. No matter how hard I try, uh, I can't align myself with them. And it's just like, you know, I'd rather just take a step back. Like you like you said, like you did. I just rather take a step back because to me, this election, who we're putting in the office is way more bigger. And I know I'm getting in trouble for saying this, but it, I feel like it's way more bigger than just the, the, the same issues that Christians typically typically vote for or against, which is same-sex marriage and abortion. You know, I feel like we have to really look at, other, I mean, I'm not saying look at, just ignore those issues. Those issues are prevalent, but we can't ignore the fact that abortion rates are going down, that same-sex marriages, you know, people are going to do whatever they want to do because this is, we're still living in the land of sin and people are going to continue to live in a fallen state until Christ returns. But at the same time, it's like, you know, when we look at some of the other things that really impact us day to day, taxes being uh, raised or taxes being cut, you know, um, jobs that are being created to help benefit um, the, 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 those who are less fortunate, um, health insurance. We still don't know what health insurance is going to look like on Trump's side and on, um, and on Joe Biden's side. So it's like, you know, how can I cast my vote for either one of these people? When when we talk about health insurance on, on Trump's side, he constantly deflects the fracking, <laughs> which gets on my nerves. <laughs> and then we talk about health insurance on, on, on Joe Biden's side. They give an answer, but it's to me, it's not a good answer. It's like it's the same stuff that we had. It's the same, it's the same thing we had when we, when we were talking about with Obama. So I'm like, what I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, I'm just at the point where I'm just kind of frustrated with that. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like a lot of people uh, sympathize with that. A lot, and I'm not undecided or, or, or indecisive in who I vote. I already voted. <laughs> but, you know, I feel that, you know, I for me, I just couldn't cast my allegiance uh, for that, uh, for either party, this particular um, for this particular election. Uh, I feel that a lot of people feel that way. To be honest, I feel like a lot of Christians don't know how to approach this election when they see a lot of the things that is on display um, and just see a lot of the things that we see in a day-to-day -day basis. A lot of people um, care about character more than they care about, um, you know, those issues of abortion and same-sex marriage. And I feel like more people, you know, put more emphasis on those things instead of, um, I mean, instead of, but we're going to keep moving because we got a lot to cover and we were just about to wrap up. And it was funny because oh, you wow. texted me. Yeah, you text me. It was like, I can't talk about myself for a whole hour. <laughs> wow, I didn't realize we were recording the clipping. That's crazy. I told you, as soon as we get rolling, it's just gonna, it's just gonna flow. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So, I want to jump back onto your book, um, and just kind of before we wrap up here, and we got about ten minutes, but I want to kind of get back into your book. So, it's biblical, not political. Uh, you spoke a little bit about a, a, a little bit about God kind of, you know, tugging on your heart to do it. What really inspired you to um, write this book uh, and what is this book solely about? Um, and not only that. Um, yeah. Just those two questions. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, again, like the Holy Spirit convicted me um, in the spring to well, not really convicted me, but led me to 
you know, begin writing this book um, and, you know, discussing how pretty much how we get to where we are and not just America, but just in general. Um, of course, you know, my book will be specific to America, but generally speaking, um, cause you know, you'll hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, God is not just the God of America. And I'm like, yes, of course not. He is, you know, a God of the universe. So he's right. God of <laughs> everyone, but just like, you know, he's not just a God of me. He's also a God of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have to look at it in that way. Um, and one of our biggest responsibilities and we can't allow again, the faults of, you know, people to kind of, uh, distract us of what God is doing. Right. So when he led me to write this book, you know, so I was just, you know, it's pretty much the importance of the believer in our voices. So this book is specifically, you know, for the believers, I am challenging the believer. I am, I am, um, um, you know, charging the believer um, in this book. And so focusing on things, because again, we've got, as I mentioned earlier, we've gotten so distracted um, and we have politicized everything, forgetting that God, no, 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 no. There are things that are not, yeah, though, you know, people politicize it. It's not political. It's very much biblical. Um, And so, and I'll be talking about, you know, certain issues. Um, specifically pertaining to life mm-hmm. um, and uh, the murdering of unborn babies. And I know I'm not, I know, I know I'm uh, getting in controversial terms. Um, and, you know, I've been trying not to uh, get too in depth because I do want to discuss a lot of this stuff on Friday when I'm on the panel. So I don't want to, I didn't want to tap into that too much. So I kind of took a set seat back and you know sitting here and even in the um couple things you said i wanted to say something so badly about i know, I know. <laughs> I um, but, uh, pertaining pertaining to life um that is definitely going to be discussed um and then again you know how we've allowed um we have been irresponsible as believers with our seeds and voting um because again you know it should be to the point where both sides are so you know the believers in both sides are so strong and so immovable in their faith um, and that there'll be nothing that, again, we wouldn't have to go and feel like we're voting for lesser of two evils. Right. Um, and I'll actually be discussing that as well. Um, I think, you know, a lot of believers and I know you mentioned that and I'm not I know it's not pertaining to you. because I know where you stand, but right. um, a lot of believers, um, when they say lesser of two evils, they're just kind of deflecting. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. you know, just because someone is imperfect doesn't mean necessarily evil. Right. Um, and so that's important. I'm talking about both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to, again, um, so it comes down to, okay, what am I, you know, looking at the platforms and things like that. Uh, so pretty much overall, um, I will be, it will be just a, a charge to believe it, to take back our rightful, um, our rightful place and stop letting the enemy distract us of what God is doing. And the only way we know what God is doing is if we have a prayer life and we have to be, we have to seek his face and that we have to be no more seeking agendas, right. no more seeking agendas. Um, and uh, cause again, God is neither a Democrat or Republican. God is neither a Democrat or a Republican. <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe he right. is completely displeased mm-hmm. um, with what's going on. But, you know, I believe that's why, um, you know, 
the person in the White House is the person in the White House um, because he's been so displeased with both parties. Right. Um, but again, not going to jump into Fridays. But yeah, so the basis, though, pretty much the overall basis of um, you know my book is just really um, talking about you know using the wisdom of God, uh, godly wisdom. Because um, a lot of times, you know, another thing we do is that we hide behind saying, "Oh, you know, um, God gives us wisdom." Um, and so we have to do something in wisdom, um, but in reality, it's not really God's wisdom because um, anything yeah. that's rooted in fear isn't isn't wisdom. Um, right. And so, yes, yeah, so I'll be so I'll be really tackling. I won't be discussing any parties. Um, right. God was very specific about that. So I won't be talking about, oh, you know, um, there will be no endorsing of any candidates. There will be no right. endorsing of any party. Um, I would not be telling people, oh, you need to vote Republican or you need uh, because, you know, this, that, and the third. No, 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 no. I am going to give you the information um, and it's going to be up to you based off of the word of God to take it from there. Um, so, yeah, so pretty much what um, that's what God has been dealing with me uh, concerning that book and, you know, writing it and what, what the state that we're in here in America. Um and um, things like that. So that's pretty much, again, the brief overview um, of the book and, you know, what is going to be its focus um, um, of that. So it's going to be really, really for the believer um, and really charging them to just think differently, think differently than how you were uh, raised and get back to, you know, um, you know, God. Yeah. <clears throat> one thing, you, one of the things you just said that really, um, I don't say struck, struck me, but it, it really it's still ringing in my mind. Yeah. Um, you said God is not pleased um, with believers on both sides. And I you said that, you know, I 100 percent agree <laughs> wholeheartedly um, because we have, like you said, politicized this entire um, thing when it comes to looking at. I've seen it. I mean, we've all seen it on social media, uh, how. Christians have attacked each other when it comes to Trump or Biden or uh, abortion or are you pro-choice or pro-life? Like, you know, and, and these issues, I wholeheartedly believe, like you said, that God is not pleased. You know, I, I feel like Christians have really um, embarrassed God, um, embarrassed the representation of who God is in this election season because we have so hardly or took a hard stance or aligned ourselves um, a lot of in a lot of cases that a lot of us have aligned ourselves so much and so wholeheartedly with Trump that we don't look at um, the damage that we're doing and the, to the relationships that we have with people. Um, and, 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 and the same thing goes to Christians who align themselves so wholeheartedly with Biden that they don't realize the damage that they're doing. You know, I see statuses all the time. People saying, well, if you vote for Trump, don't, you know, unfriend me now, block me now. I'm like, right. <laughs> who cares? Like, yeah, like okay. <laughs> and I <laughs> see people on the other side, if you voted for Biden, go ahead and unblock me and unfriend me. I'm like, right. you know, how is that biblical? How is that showing the same level of grace and love to people that don't think like you the same way that God has shown grace and love to you when you have blatantly let him down constantly. <laughs> and I feel like Christians in and of itself um, really need to take that um, nugget and just really apply it to um, just everyday life. How we treat people at the end of the day matters. 
you know, yes, you can be a Democrat and a Christian. Yes, you can be a Republican and a Christian. Yes, you can be a non-affiliate and a Christian. But at the end of the day, what supersedes that should be you being a Christian first. Your alignment with God should be that sole thing first. That should be the sole thing of whatever you're going to do, however you're going to vote. You should be a Christian first when you go to polls. Be a Christian first. If you see somebody um, in need and you may be voting for a political, uh, uh, you may be voting opposite of their party and you see somebody passing out because they're standing in the long lines or something like that. Be a Christian first. Show that love and compassion, that same love that Christ has given us. Show that same love to to, um, people who don't think like you. Um, And that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to put this panel together. Uh, it's all coming full circle because when I first reached out to you um, about doing this interview, about talking about your um, book and everything like that, you know, it was like God just dropped this amazing idea in my head to say, you know, let's do a panel discussion about, you know, Christians and about politics, about these things. And it's like, bro, when that idea dropped in my spirit and I, and I asked you about it, you was like, I'm down, I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> This is gonna be fun. I'm excited. Right. <laughs> because I feel like we have to get to a place where Christians can see that yes, I have a friend who is a Christian and a Democrat. Yes, I have a friend who is a Christian and Republican. Yes, I have a friend who is a Christian and independent. Yes, I have a friend who is Christian and libertarianism, whatever. <laughs> but you know, I have people who are in these different respects and whatever they, uh, whatever they choose to do is up to them. But at the end of the day, we all come together or we all agree when it comes to our shared faith and belief in Jesus Christ, whatever we may agree with or disagree with when it comes to politics, that's that, that's just politics. But however we act when it comes to how we love one another, that's what I want to show um, in the, in the panel come Friday. Friday's panel is going to be amazing. I'm telling you guys, it's going to be amazing. I and I will be a lot. I promise you I'm going to be a I'm Just get ready because I'm going to be a lot. <laughs> Again, I, I'm really like, okay, be really intentional. Not right. going too, too far, but, you know, I'm going to be very direct on uh, Friday. And you might yeah. disagree with some of the things I say, but I'm going to be direct. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's funny because you say that, and I was talking to um, another um, person that's going to be on the panel, and, and he was saying the same thing. He was like, I can't wait. I'm ready. You know, I got all the stuff going. It was like, I don't want to get in trouble. Like, bro, just go in. I want this to. I will be, be respectful, though. Right. right. <laughs> I will mute your mouth. I will say that. We're not going to have the same thing with the presidential election. <laughs> I will mute your mic. You're going to mute, you you gotta mute my mic. <laughs> You won't be rebuking no no, buffering demons or anything like that. No, you will be muted, and that's it. (laughs) But uh, but no, but uh, you know, everyone that I spoke to um, about this panel, they are super excited about being a part of it. You know, it's going to be a great conversation. I want to take it there. I want to touch those issues. Uh, David, you already read the questions. You know, we're going to touch some some very serious serious topics and issues. We're going to go there, and I feel that we need to go there as a body um, of believers because we need to really find unity in this thing. Um, There are things that we disagree on. There are things that we're going to agree on and disagree and whatnot, but 
the whole purpose of this is to show that we can all come together and have a, a great raw conversation about this and come up and come away with this, you know, of course, with Christ being glorified and being uplifted. Um, because at the end of the day, whatever we do, you know, Christ is the center of it all at the end of Absolutely. the day. He is the center of it all. So we are wrapping up now. Um, I told you, man, it was going to take, it was going to fly yeah. out. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, it was like, okay, I'm only going to have about 10 minutes worth of things to say. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was going to fly by, man. But yeah, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to um, be on the show today. Um, and those who are watching and listening in um, now or on a delayed basis, I really appreciate you guys for taking the time out to tune in. Um, please go and um Listen to all of the old episodes of One Faith, you know. Go and, and find us. We are on social media at It's One Faith. Uh, let me see if I can find that. There we go. Follow us on social media at It's One Faith. We want to connect. We want to pray with you. We got the number down there so you, you can stay connected with One Faith. Um, you can stay connected with what we're doing. If you love what we're doing, please support. We have a podcast. We have a radio show. Our radio show airs every Friday. This particular episode will actually air this Friday night on two separate radio stations. Uh, shout out to um, Pop Gospel Speaks uh, Radio and um, Eternity Living Radio. Um, both of them will air this interview Friday. So uh, without further ado, man, um, go ahead and let people know how they can get a copy of your book and when it will be released and everything like, and how they can connect with you as well. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah, so um, I am accepting pre-orders right now for it's called It's Biblical, Not Political. Um, and so you can email me at it's biblical, not political at gmail.com. And when you send me an email, I'll go ahead and send you a link and um, I'll send you all of the information um, on how to uh, solidify your order. Um, right now, I am looking at a New Year's uh, release date. I'm doing the typical cliche, new year, new me. <laughs> new year, new oh, uh, <laughs> I am David N. as a Nancy, uh, David N. Robinson on Facebook, and I am David N. Robinson on Instagram, as well as underscore David N. Robinson on Twitter. Um, I look forward to connecting you all, and I look forward to chatting with you, my brother, on uh, Friday. Um, I'm going to have my water ready. Because I'm going to be going in. <laughs> Telling you, everybody, <laughs> get the water, get your snacks. Friday is going to be good. I, I can't wait. I'm telling you right now, it is going to be so good. It is going to be too good. But yeah, man, uh, I appreciate you being a part of the show today. This has been One Faith Radio. I appreciate you guys and have a blessed day.